Today's episode of Drop Balls Podcast is being brought to you by King's Ransom Athletic Apparel. If you're looking for some dope workout clothing, some clothing that maybe you can just leave the house in or even just lounge around the house in, but you don't want to pay a King's Ransom to look good or feel good, check out krathletics.com. There's clothing for men and women. So go ahead and pick you out a t-shirt, a hoodie, a crew neck, or some joggers. And before you check out, be sure to use the code DROPBALLS so that way you can get 15% off of your purchase. So again, the website is krathletics.com. And when you check out, use the code DROPBALLS to get 15% off. This feel like a touchdown. This feel like it is a six. Defense is retreating quick. No, I got that cannon on me. It receivers on the whim. Welcome pressure. Where's the bliss? Not afraid to take the risk. Swear to God, I What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Drop Balls Podcast, your favorite podcast, this favorite sports podcast. Yes, you heard me right. I said your favorite podcast, this favorite sports podcast. Hope you all are having a good week so far. I have a very special guest with me today. Um, but before we get into that, let's do a little housekeeping. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to go ahead and leave your boy that five star rating. And also leave your boy a comment. Let me know what you like, what you dislike, and just overall what you what you think about the show. And if you listen on Spotify, they have a rating section as well. So go ahead and leave your boy a five-star rating on, on Spotify as well. And no matter where you're listening at, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, um, Amazon Music, or wherever, please be sure to share this podcast with your friends, your family, or anybody you know that loves listening or loves just love sports just as much as you and I do. So please be sure to share the podcast with anybody that you know. Um, but today, my very special guest is my little sister, Victoria Lewis. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk a, we're going to talk a little bit about sports, but I mainly want to talk about her because I'm so proud of my little sister and you know everything she's doing with her life and everything she's striving to become. So I just wanted to give her her flowers and give her her praise. And so I wanted to talk about my little sister today. So, Tori, introduce yourself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she wasn't even expecting any of that. I was not. And I tried to make him the whole day tell me what it was that we were supposed to be talking about. Oh and the whole gosh. time I told her, you'll see when we get on, when we get, when we get live, you'll see. hey y'all my name is victoria as he already stated and what else i don't know what else am i supposed to say so i mean that's it i'm victoria (laughs) so okay so my little sister man like she 1998 she's a 90s baby established 1998 i just got that tatted on me okay (laughs) second tattoo more to come she's a dork but anyway (laughs) so um she just graduated well not just graduated what 2020 yeah it it has been two years now 2020 so she just graduated with her bachelor's 2020 the covid year when all of that started um and what was your bachelor's in? Biology with a concentration in pre-med. And her her goal is to go to medical, medical school. school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the the thing is, she applied for medical schools this this year, 
yeah, this year. Didn't get accepted, but it threw me off a little bit, but I'm back on track and ready to get back on there and start reapplying next year. But the thing is, is that, you know, not not getting accepted your first time through, mm. it, it could be very... Uh, it's hard. Disheartening. Yeah. And uh, it can be very... I don't know. It, it could throw people off yeah. and, and make people not want to not want to uh, continue continue that journey. Yeah, for sure. But we've had this conversation. Yes. Where your journey isn't like anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Your journey is your journey and your journey only. Right. And you have to embrace the journey and you have to to keep going. And when you get to your destination, it's just going to make that journey even greater. Right. That's true. And just like, I mean, you were telling me that just this morning, actually. Yeah, we were talking about it this morning. It, it is, it's very, um, like you said, disheartening and discouraging because I work so hard to get where I am now. Like sleepless nights, staying up till like the very next morning studying for exams and just working really hard to make sure that I can get to the point, make accomplish the goals that I set for myself and to get back those rejection letters, basically saying that, yeah, I was good, but not good enough in the competition. It was very discouraging and it made me feel like a failure. And I still kind of like, Just like this morning, I was struggling with having those feelings, but I have to keep myself encouraged. And just like my brother and my mom was encouraging me this morning and just making sure that by the the time comes around when I'm reapplying, that I'm still encouraged to go to medical school and continue to accomplish the goals that I have set for myself and for my life. But it is hard to come out of that disappointment. But like when when because uh, when I first applied to law school, when after I left Bethany, you know, because I had moved in with you and mom or whatever. Yeah. Um, before I moved to Washington and I first applied to law school, I got into a law school, but it was after I had already moved to Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said I wasn't going back. But then I, I, I decided I was going to apply again uh what 2021 and i didn't get accepted Mm -hmm. and so you and mom you were like how do you feel and i told you you know it's just not my time right like when the time is right that's when i will get accepted Mm -hmm. um then i applied again this year and got accepted to seattle u got it well seattle u for one of their programs but i got accepted with seattle u and then got accepted to New England School of Law, which was back in Boston. Mm-hmm. And so, once again, it's one of those things where when it's your time, you'll know. Right. And so, I know you want to, you know, I know you want to go to medical school, and but you've came up with a plan on how to help you get into medical school, which yeah. is um, trying to get into the a MS program. program. Yeah, yeah, the master's program at yeah. Tufts yeah. University. 
Um, this plan was just solidified like today. <laughs> yeah. So to get into that program and what they have a, a 88% acceptance rate into medical school after you finish that program, right? Um, for other schools, but then for their particular, for their medical school, it's a 60% rate. But it's better than it's better than their original, like her, their regular acceptance rate, which is like 11 point something percent. Yeah. So it gives you a higher chance to get in. Right. If you can, once you complete the program Mm -hmm. and I'm not even going to say if you complete the program, but once once you, once you get accepted and you complete the program into existence. Yes. So you, you have a higher chance to get into medical school, into Tufts medical school Mm -hmm. after all of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with, with all of that being said, I know you you struggle sometimes with anxiety. And, I mean, you don't have to go into depth or whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, if you want to share, you can share. But mm-hmm. I know sometimes you struggle with anxiety. So how are you dealing with that going through this whole process? Um, it's definitely been an anxiety-filled roller coaster. <laughs> I have, like, days where I feel really encouraged and feel like I can do anything and everything and then I have days where I'm feeling like oh my gosh I need to have my life together I'm 24 years old either all my friends are going to graduate school going to medical school or they're like having their own businesses or doing something with their life and I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs trying to figure out what it is I'm going to do next because I was really thrown off because I didn't really have a plan B. Like, for me, when I was in undergrad, I was like, it's medical school or nothing. And that's that. And it was naive of me to think that I could apply to medical school just like once and get in. But that's not really the case ever, really. And so I just, then my anxiety has definitely been really high um, trying to figure out life. I feel like, I feel like there's no handbook or no one really can tell you what it is that you're supposed to do after you graduate college. Like after college, you just have to kind of figure it out because it is your life after all. And I've been trying my best to keep myself grounded. So I am a Christian woman, so I, I have a prayer group and I take my woes and my worries to my prayer group and we pray about it and I look to God a lot for my strength and for my encouragement and depleting that anxiety that I have going on and just like, I also have a really good support group. So I have people that I can call on when I'm really feeling anxious about my life or my godmom's so good. Like, I cannot shout talk out to Miss Felicia. Yes, shout out because she literally calls me whenever. Like, I don't know how she knows, but she literally calls me at the right moments where I'm just like feeling super anxious and just need someone to talk to. And so I feel like I've just been I've been learning through this how to really keep my anxiety under control and really breathe through those hard moments and take a minute to just like 
sit there and do some self-care and realize that I am just, I'm only 24. Like everybody else is figuring out just like me. And just like my brother was telling me today, I, this is my journey and I am on my own journey and this is how my journey looks. It doesn't look like anybody else's and that's okay with me. Yeah, and I mean, just like I told you earlier, I mean, you can look and you can, because I mean, I've, I've struggled with that as well, and not nece- not necessarily now, but mm-hmm. like in the past where I look at my friends or, you know, just people I know that's my age and them doing certain things, and I'm just like, damn, I'm still struggling. Right. <laughs> and so, but one thing I learned is that you can't compare yourself to everybody else. Your journey is your journey and your journey only. Right. And just because someone has found success early on mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that you will never find success right. and everybody's success looks different mm-hmm. right so like it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll never find success but it just means that you have to be patient and you have to take your time and you have to figure out your own journey in life yeah. and yeah you didn't get accepted into medical school the first go around <laughs> yes. i mean and that's cool but like you will and yeah. when you do, your journey's going to be dope. And when you get to the end, when you get to your destination, you can tell other people, like, the same thing. Right. You can right. tell them your story. Tell them what you went through. Um, because there's going to be somebody else that they won't go through the same journey, mm-hmm. but they'll go to something that's similar, and they'll feel the same way that you felt. Right. And you may be able to help them out and get through that, you know, get to that certain place to where, that anxiety is gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I told you earlier, you know, maybe there's some things that God wants to work on you mm-hmm. before you get to that right. that point. Yeah. And maybe it's the anxiety because yeah. medical school is hell. It is. So, yes. <laughs> so you know, if, if he can work with you with the anxiety now, when you get to medical school, then that'll help through that situation. That'll help right. through medical school where you don't feel as anxious and you feel like you can tackle whatever you need to tackle to get to where you need to get to. I can't be an anxious surgeon. (laughs) Yeah. You can't be an anxious surgeon. You can't have your, your hands all shaking while you're trying to work on somebody's heart, man. Like that's not going to (laughs) work. Even though I know they're trying to go to like, you know, the, the robots and stuff. You can't, yeah, you can't can't be doing that. that. So, um, so, you know, looking back at, well, as of right now, like, I mean, you haven't made it to your destination, but up to where you are now, mm-hmm. looking back, if there was somebody that was looking to you or following your footsteps, what would you tell them? Like, what would you tell them about the journey? Just based off everything that you've learned, yeah. everything that you've been through so far, what would you just, like, what would you tell them? Um, or what would you tell your younger self, I should say? Oh, man. Be nice to yourself because <laughs> it's hard <laughs> and it's hard, challenging, and there's going to be times where you're going to fall and not even know if you can pick yourself back up. But just in those times, you're the only one who can really encourage yourself. I mean, you can have other people around you that are encouraging you, but for your own self, you need to be able to have that little voice in your head that tells you to get up, 
You can do it. I believe in you. You have to be nice to yourself. That was one thing that I wasn't. I wasn't really, I wasn't too nice to myself. When I failed exams, I was really hard on myself. When things didn't go my way in school, I was really hard on myself. So one thing I would say, one of the things that I would say to myself and to other people is that to be nice to yourself. When you look at yourself in the mirror, try to find some nice words to say to yourself. Even if it's like, you look really good in that shirt today. Start as minimum as you can, but always remember to be nice to yourself. Just some words of affirmation and words of encouragement to yourself. Yeah, because life is hard and it's going to beat you up. That is what I'm learning right now. And Life is definitely hard and adulting is ghetto. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it's so ghetto. I can't. So if life is not being nice to you, at least you can be nice to yourself. And I just... I'm really like, that's like my motto now since I'm learning myself to like be nice to me and speak um, positive, affirmative words to myself in order to motivate me to keep going. So yeah. And I would also say keep going, keep pressing forward, keep persevering keep being resilient because it pays off in the end i never thought i was gonna graduate undergrad like every semester i'd be like i'm gonna drop out i'm dropping out i'm dropping out but i made it to graduation day with all my classes finished passed barely but passed and i was like praise god so keep pressing forward it pays off in the end and see, me and you are different because I know you you study. Like, yes, <laughs> you study. I studied my butt me, off. Me, I'm just like, yeah, it'll handle itself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I literally memorized textbooks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what's next? I mean, the MS program or the master's program at Tufts, that's what you're, you're working towards now, right? Yeah, yeah. And... You know, is that what 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 is it about that program that makes you want to go through that program? Yeah, so it's um, the MS program in biomedical sciences. Um, it a lot of different schools have this kind of program, but um, for Tufts University, it's a program inside their medical school, and I will be taking first year medical school courses. So I'd basically be with like first year med students, first, um, not first year, but like medical professors and doctors and stuff. So I will have a good feel of what it feels like to be in medical school your first year. And I'll be taking first year medical classes and just getting that whole experience and getting me ready and prepared for when I go and apply to medical school and get in and be a first year medical student. So I'll, I'll already have that kind of preparation and that preparedness. Um, and prayerfully, Tufts will see that I excelled so greatly in this MS <laughs> program and they'll see that I'm capable of being a first year medical student. So that's kind of just the goal is to get prepared for medical school because I 
I feel like even though you go through undergrad, a lot of doctors that I've spoken with, they're like, oh, organic chemistry, I've never used it before. I've never used it in medical school. So it's just like all the classes that I was taking in undergrad is like they don't even matter going into medical school. So to have this MS program like fall into my lap, I feel like was like God intervention, like divine intervention, because it was like, it's basically preparing me for for medical school. school. So it'll be a great experience to have. And I'll also meet hopefully new professors and be working close with doctors and stuff like that to get a real feel. So out of all this, all the medical schools out there, why Tufts? Um, that's a good question. So I'll give you two answers. <laughs> <laughs> the first answer is I prayed like for a couple of days about this when I was applying um, this year. I was like praying and asking God what schools. Now, before I even like was in college, I always wanted to go to Harvard and I just felt like, oh my gosh, I want to go to Harvard. So I applied to Harvard for undergrad, didn't get accepted. And then I was like, I'll just apply for medical school. Didn't get accepted. But Tufts was the school that I believe God was telling me that that was the school that he had for me. And I, um, and so I was praying about that and God said Tufts. And then the other like answer to this question is that Tufts is a wonderful school. Like I may be biased, but it's really a wonderful school and they're doing groundbreaking research, like actual, like answering actual questions that we have about our society and about, um, like the minority communities in our world and how um, health disparities, like they're really tackling these questions about health disparities. And this is really what is like big on my heart because as a black woman, health disparities is a real thing. So I'm for real about what Tufts is about. And I really want to be a part of their school and a part of what kind of, research and missions and values that they have y'all make sure to look out for the name victoria lewis because she's gonna be a dope <laughs> cardiovascular surgeon you better know it so cardiothoracic surgeon oh my bad thank you my Let's bad get it straight but hey she's gonna be that she's gonna be it yes um, for sure but you know this is a sports podcast oh my gosh so i have to ask you because we are NBA playoffs, Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. You and Mama both stay in Boston. <laughs> and y'all are playing the Miami Heat. So who do you have winning the series between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat? So I told you that. And just so y'all know, the tweet that I, t- I tweeted out yesterday or, you know, whenever Miami played Boston. That was real. I was about to put it out the house. Oh, but anyway, my gosh. Keep going. <laughs> I told you that I believe the Celtics are going to win. When they play it's tomorrow. Well, yeah. Yeah. They play on Thursday. Yeah. That they, the Celtics are going to win. 
Are they going to win the series or are they going to win the game on Thursday? The series. Nah. Anyway. What? Luckily, she goes back home on Friday. So oh, it my is what it is. gosh. Um, They're definitely going to win. I've looked at the... I've done my research. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we watched the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks play. And the Warriors beat them by like 20, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's only game one, and it's the best of seven. Who do you think is going to win that series? Um, you got the light-skinned assassin and Steph Curry. <laughs> game six, Clay. You got Draymond Green, the defensive anchor. Um, and then you got Luka Doncic, the Slovenian, this, yeah, the Slovenian so warrior. <laughs> For the Dallas Mavericks. So who do you think is going to win that series? Um, I'm going to have to go with Steph Curry. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe because I just know of him to be a really good... It's a light-skinned thing. Basketball (laughs) Okay, first of all, I'm only light-skinned in the winter, okay? But in the summer, I'm brown-skinned, so don't do me like that. But I definitely think it's going to be, what are they called? The Warriors. Yes, the Yeah, Warriors. The Warriors, yeah. Yeah, 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 the Warriors. Okay, so you think they're going to take the cake? Yeah, I do. I so, so I think it's going to be the Warriors versus the Heat in the NBA Finals. Oh, my gosh, you're just seeing the Heat because you're a freaking fan. Yeah, I want my team to go to the furthest destination that they can go. And I think Jimmy Butler's going to win in the – the championship. Emmy Butler is going to win the championship against the Golden State Warriors. Why? Tyler, Tyler Hero is going to become an NBA champion. And yes, I did say Emmy Butler. <laughs> because Jimmy Butler is him when the playoffs come around. Oh my God. Emmy Butler. Okay, but okay, putting aside the my fandom. Fan, yeah. The fandom. I still think the Miami Heat will beat the Boston Celtics. Tell me why. So, I don't... I mean, the Boston Celtics... I think it's going to be a really good series between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat Mm -hmm. because they both can play very well defensively. Um, But the Boston Celtics, they... I mean, they're... I guess what we would say big three is Al Horford. Actually, I mean, you know, you still have Marcus Smart, too, who is – he won Defensive Player of the Year. So, th- that's the thing. Boston can play some really good defense. But their main – the main guys that score their buckets mm-hmm. is Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Now, every now and then, you can see Al Horford get hot. You'll see Marcus Smart get hot. You'll see Grant Williams get hot. Mm-hmm. Maybe Peyton Pritchard comes in and makes a few threes. But is the thing is they have to defend or they have to depend on those guys if Jalen Brown or uh, Jason Tatum they're not cooking. Mm-hmm. So, but with Miami, I think Miami plays good enough defense where they really defend like all facets of the court. You, they they defend on the perimeter, they defend the paint. I mean, what the Heat had twelve blocks last game. Mm-hmm. Um, they I mean they just defend every every part of the court. And I think that's what's going to help Miami, you know, go forward. And 
the head coach of the Boston Celtics, he is a rookie head coach. This is his first year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's been dope. Like, he's dope. Black man, you know, keep black pushing. Black man, black man. Yeah, so keep pushing. But um, Eric Spolstra, like, he's probably, like, a top 15 coach of all time. And then you got Pat Riley as the, the president of the Miami of Miami Miami Heat, mm-hmm. where, you know, he was the head coach at one point in time when D. Wade won his championship back in, I think it was like 2006 or something like that, when he I won his first that. championship. And so, um, you know, you just have that pedigree over there in Miami. And with Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler really turns up in the playoffs. Like, people sleep on Jimmy Butler. They discredit him as much as they can. But in the playoffs, Jimmy Butler is really him. He does his oh thing. Oh, my gosh. And so, um, I don't know. I just I just have a feeling that Miami, the Miami Heat will – progress through they'll beat the boston celtics i think it'll be six games it won't be seven but it'll be six games miami heat win so uh <laughs> my mom over there sucking her teeth <laughs> about that but anyway six games i think miami will win well they won game one i think miami wins game two they'll split in boston so that'll put us up three one okay i think when we come back to miami boston will win so that would put us up three, what, three, two? Mm-hmm. And I think we finished the series off in Boston in game six. That's just that's just how I feel. Um, okay. And then with Golden, like I said, it's going to be Golden State versus the Miami Heat. That's that's what I think is going to happen. And, I mean, I like Steph Curry in them. And if they weren't playing the Heat, I would cheer for them to win the finals. Oh, my god! But... You know, I got to rock with the Miami Heat, man. You've been, I feel like you've been a Miami Heat fan since, like, since I know you. But that's like my, for 24 years. But see, that's, years. The, that's, the, that's the thing, man. Nobody believes me when I say, like, I be 10 toes down with my teams. With the Colts, I'm 10 toes down. Like, Good, bad, and the ugly. We married. <laughs> we, we married with the Miami Heat. We are married, good, bad, and the but ugly. Like, we are married. Okay, so and the Miami Hurricanes. Tell, yeah. So tell me, how did you become such like a fan of Miami Heat? Like, what was it that like? Well, I mean, you know, Jacksonville don't have a basketball team. Yes. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Just when I started watching basketball, the only teams we had were Orlando Magic and the Miami Heat in Florida. That's all we have. Mm. And um, I don't even know when I really started watching basketball. But D-Wade, like, I, I love D-Wade. That was my favorite player. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just always been Miami. Wow. Been Miami Heat, always been Miami Hurricanes. You know, the family's Florida State fans. John Shante, <laughs> yeah. Florida State fans. So I, I'm a Miami Florida Heat. State fan, too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Miami or Miami Hurricanes all the way, and then with the Colts, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars always been trash. So, so, so I rock with the Colts when I started watching football. Peyton Manning, the boys, yeah. And then the Colts have always rocked with with players from the U. Mm. They had Reggie Wayne, Miami Hurricane. Oh like, my gosh, man, Colts, Colts till I die, my boys. And we're going to win the Super Bowl. So, you know what's going to happen? My Yankees going to win the World Series. Oh, my gosh. My Colts going to win the Super Bowl. 
and the Miami Heat going to win the NBA championship. How did you even We're going to have three for three. How did you even become a Yankees fan, first of all? To be honest, I, I mean, I really don't know. But, like, <laughs> Giancarlo Stan, that's my favorite player. And then when he got traded from the Marlins to the to the Yankees, you know, I went. Oh, my gosh. There I went. Your I ain't been a Yankees fan for that. I ain't impeccable. been a Yankees fan for that long. But, but still, yes, I, my loyalty to my teams is impeccable. That's crazy. I stay 10 toes down. Oh, my gosh. 10 toes, Tori. Frankly, I'm going to be real with you. I just cheer for the team that's winning. I'm not going to lie. You like Brayden. Mm-hmm. Brayden is a bandwagon fan. Most certainly. Yes. It runs son, in the family. My son is a, it does not. My son is a bandwagon <laughs> fan, and that does not run in the family It runs all. in the family. His aunt is just like him. No. <laughs> but he loves him some Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. But Ah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he loves him some Lamar Jackson. But yeah, now that's how you know. That's how you know. That's my fandom, man. Like, it's just how it's been. And then also, you know, Grandma and all of them, they were Jacksonville Jaguars fans. Yes. But I go against the grain as oh always, because I'm a contrarian. I guess you, you can say. <laughs> yes. And I go against the grain. And I pick the team that everybody hates. Oh my goodness. And John and Shantae, of course, are Patriots fans. So. I'm a Patriots fan too. Well, you live in Boston, so I, I get it. But even before then. Anyway, <laughs> trash, straight trash. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. But I mean, that's you know, that's all I have for y'all. I, I wanted to come on here and give my sister her flowers. She's I feel a, so special, y'all. She's a dope human being. I am, even though she gets on my nerves sometimes. I still I love don't. her. But she's dope. She's gonna do some dope things in the future. Some yes. dope things with her life. Yes. And, you know, I'm going to be celebrating her every chance I get. I know y'all see me on Twitter talking, talking mess. Talking but trash. Y'all know I really, I love my sister. But, and anybody try her, y'all know I, I get down. <laughs> I get down with the business. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but, nah, so that's all I have for y'all. Y'all go ahead and, if y'all don't follow me on Twitter, y'all go ahead and follow your boy on Twitter at DropBallsPod. Um, check out the podcast every Thursday. I am going to get more consistent with it. I just been kind of lax with it because my mom, and my sister, been in town, so I've been you know hanging out with them, hanging out with my son, you know, spending family, family time, time, much needed time. You know, I'm out here in Washington all by myself, so it's been much needed time with them. Um, but until next time, man, y'all be easy, and y'all have a good rest of the week. Football season's right around the corner. We still got baseball going on. Yankees going strong, baby. We out here. But like I said, until next time, y'all be easy. Peace. Peace.